BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ernest Goes to Camp? No. Mitch? Is that a movie know? or a show? I think I have, but... It's a, it's a movie. Certainly okay. can't quote it by any means. It's a uh, terrible movie where the central protagonist is dude Ernest, who runs a camp for, like, misfit kids, I guess. There's a scene that sticks with me where he's, things have gone ra- wrong for Ernest, and he's singing this terrible song called I'm Awfully Glad It's Raining. <laughs> and he says, I'm awfully glad it's raining because everything sucks and the rain feels appropriate. Mm. And that's kind of the central premise to where I'm going. We're sitting here in a rainy parking lot after the Washington football team just got their doors blown off. Offensively, defensively, they were awful. And it feels appropriate for the weather just to be terrible. Yeah, if and, anything, it should be raining harder. Right. But it, it can't even rain right. Yeah, it's true. It, we're supposed yeah. to get a hurricane and it's, right. and it's misting. Yeah. This is it just rained like a little rain. bit hard in the third quarter, and that was it. And yet, there's this competing storyline that we also have to cover that's absolutely incredible that Alex Smith's back on a football field. So the football team sucks, but... With a capital S on both sides. But Smith, as a human, is incredible. He's the rainbow on this rainy day. So I don't know well, how... I didn't know about a rainbow. When he... When Kyle Allen took that shot... Immediately picked up, he kind of held his arm, and you immediately looked for Alex, who went running off the bench, still had a towel over his shoulder as he put on his helmet to go out on the field. Like it was inconceivable, but totally believable. I I have long known, I'd say two months now, I've believed somewhere between believed and known that Alex was going to play. Like we thought this was coming. We all today knew he was the backup quarterback, so he was one snap away. Sure as hell, that snap happened, and. Alex said that for him it was probably better that he had to come in that kind of way so he couldn't think about it and just had to hustle in off the sideline like you're saying, Mitch. But, wow, that was wild. Um, this is Washington Football Talk Podcast. Uh, my name is J.P. Finley, joined by Pete Haley and Mitch Tischler. We're brought to you by Oarsman Automotive of Virginia. We ride with them. want you to do the same thing. Go check them out, oarsmanva.com. they got all sorts of cars, new or used. They'll take care of you. Let's start here. Because I really feel like it's a divergent day. Because Alex's story is so remarkable. Such an incredible testament to human perseverance. But the football team story is so bad. And there are so many question marks. And so many inconsistencies. And so few things make sense. From the top down. 
I asked Beamich this in post game, and he couldn't really answer it. Are you happy about Alex, or somewhere between depressed, disgusted, disturbed with the football team? And I guess you can be anywhere on that spectrum, but you can't be two places at once. I'm disgusted. Uh, once Alex, once all of this went down on Wednesday with Alex being the backup quarterback, it seemed predetermined that he was going to get an opportunity to play at some point. So the fact that he came in while amazing and incredible and the best story the NFL is going to have this year was was undercut by 108 total yards of offense and the total crap that we saw Ineptitude. on both sides of the ball. I mean, every everything that we thought that this coaching staff, both offensively and defensively, were going to be better at or different than last year's, it was the same thing that we saw last year. And the same mistakes, the same boring offense, the same blown coverages, and <laughs> it it was a huge gray shadow, gray cloud that hovered over hell this team that it has for twenty two decades, twenty five years. Uh, follow up for Mitch before we go to Pete. Are you more disgusted at the offense or the defense? The offense, the defense was bad and had its issues. The Offensive line was atrocious today. They were they were bad week one. They were average the past couple weeks, and this week they were worse than they were week one. And it was you couldn't you couldn't ask a quarterback to do too much back there. But at the same time, I was also just like I was last week, frustrated with the play calling to some extent because even if you know that you're only going to have three seconds to throw the ball, call one predetermined shot down the field. Alex comes in, and this was the particular play to me that, that really sealed it, was the second half starts, they get a quick three and out, they get a nice punt return, the ball's at midfield, Alex is in the game, I know he's going to only have three seconds to throw the ball, line up Terry on the outside, get him one-on-one coverage, however you need to, to, whatever smoke you need to throw out there to get Terry one-on-one coverage, have Alex take three steps back and throw a bomb to Terry. See if he can make a play. See if he can stretch out the defense in any way, shape, or form. But at the end of the day, it, the, the offensive line wasn't good enough. Running game wasn't good enough. The passing game wasn't good enough. There was no creativity. It was a terrible effort on offense, and they really never had a shot. And Kyle Allen made a great play with his legs early on to score one touchdown and make you feel like maybe there was a chance, but they never had a shot. And Scott Turner and, and the offense, offensive line never gave him a shot to, to be in this game. I'm more disgusted by the defense just because I don't think that Rams offense is that good. They, they struggled to score 17 last week in New York, and this defense is supposed to be good, and they've been awful, and they've been short-sided and fighting off turnovers. They weren't today. That wasn't the issue today. Those were nice, long, pretty easy touchdown drives for the Rams. Dudes were wide open. Uh, Pete, it is your turn, though. Let's pose the question, part one. Are you happier more mystified, whatever the word is, about the incredible story of Alex, because we're not trying to not point that out and celebrate it, because it's incredible what he's done personally. Or are you more disturbed, disgusted, disappointed in the state of the Washington football team? A few things. That was one of Mitch's best rants on the podcast, I remember. Really well done throughout. I appreciated that. Number two, an indicator of what today was like. We haven't mentioned that Dwayne Haskins is being floated in trade rumors and was not at the game at all today, by the way. So that's right. just just gives you an idea of all the things that we're trying to sift through. Number three, all the garbage, Mitch, that you went through and you talked about is 
really ugly and sad and depressing and unfortunate, but I'm not going to let it overshadow Alex Smith in my mind because to me in 10 years, this will just be another Sunday at FedEx Field in terms of the score and the tight ends running wild and there's no energy on the offense and all these things. But in terms of what Alex did, it, it will be something I always remember. And we always said on park benches and in cars and in Wegmans parking lots that we are out of the Alex Smith, doubting Alex Smith business. But I was never really fully out of it. I had like one or two toes in it. And now that he's actually played an NFL game, you can never doubt him again. And I finally saw the comeback actually happen. And it was remarkable and impressive. So as awful as this game was, and as many questions as we have about every single operation on this team, Alex Smith returning is what I care about more. Well said, Pete. I think that's really important to point out. It's sad but so true that because this team has been just so awful for so long, that you're right. This will just be another yeah. loss. 30, I mean, 30 to 10 against the Rams? That's, right. That's, that's nothing. Dude, I, we were talking about this. As far as, like, remarkably bad losses, this doesn't even crack the top five of, like, the last – Ten years, right? No, not even the That Chiefs game, the Jets game last year, the, the Giants game, game where they're forty to nothing. There's, a, we could get so many hits right. before we get to this one. This is just another Sunday, but I Alex mean, is not just another Sunday. That's a good point. I don't know where I am, but you can't be in two places at once. And I think it's interesting that the two of you are in such different places. Now, here's the thing: like, I think we're all disappointed, disturbed by this team, right? It's just that the Alex story is so big. Ron Rivera, and I want to point this out. Maybe it's totally minor. We obviously need to talk about Haskins. But Kyle Allen did have one good touchdown drive, and they were kind of in the game at that point before he gets hurt. Ron Rivera came out and said, if Kyle is healthy next week, he's our guy, no questions asked. Um, is that the right call? I believe it's absolutely the right call. Um, like the offensive line was getting mauled by Aaron Donald and some dude named Troy Reader, who I would have known Troy Dodd more than Troy Reader before this game. Troy Reader had three career sacks. Yeah, well, I, I think he was only playing because Micah Kaiser was hurt. Right. 20 games before this, zero sacks. He had three sacks today. Thank you, Chris Russell, for that stat. Um, I'm blanking on what I was talking about. It, is Kyle Allen Okay, yes. Sorry. <laughs> Kyle Allen is correct because as bad as the O-line was, we're we saw that Alex day. Smith, he couldn't really move. He couldn't really get away from the rush. And I think he, he was supposed to have another month plus of rust knocking off. And because of what happened today – he had to knock that rust off against the Rams defense. So going back to Kyle and seeing if whatever little momentum that offense had with him can be carried over is the correct move. Eventually, Alex, I think, will be the full-time guy or as full-time as it can be here in Washington where a new quarterback comes in every month. But uh, going to Kyle for the next couple games, yes, I agree with Ron in that decision. Yeah, I agree too. As far as Alex goes, I mean, hell, I've been in press boxes and around games for – far too long and, and seasoned and grizzled and when Alex took off up the middle for that first scramble I think I was sitting next to JP that was wild I, like I your out loud I said slide like <laughs> out loud I'm like, he might have heard you it's huh. unbelievable like Mitch it was, was screaming slide slide <laughs> it was a single slide but no it was I, it was it was a visceral reaction to it and obviously he took the hit from Aaron, Aaron Donald where he climbed on his back or whatever. I know Trevor Maddich in our post-game show took exception to the way Aaron do that Donald. Real quick? I was just going to kind of gloss over because I, I honestly I didn't agree with him very much on that call. Uh, you know, if, if it was going to be a quote-unquote dirty hit, 
C would have gone low. He had an opportunity from behind, clean shot on the quarterback, hit him wherever he kind of wanted. And I thought him kind of going up high was him doing Alex a favor. Got back to the sideline and the cameras caught him saying, damn, that MF in leg is strong. (laughs) And after that, roll. he hit him. It was on, I think it was his third sack. Was he? There's so many to, to talk about. Yeah, but his third sack, he hit him in front and kind of rolled with him and, and threw him over his ragdolled him a yeah, little. Yeah, and like that's that was the sack that I was that was the most concerning hit that I think that he took because that's the one where a leg can get caught up underneath or whatever. But as far as the starting quarterback, I, I think that we can all agree that. Well, I I think that um, Dwayne Haskins was given a little bit of a of a of a unfair shake only getting four games um only giving Kyle Allen a half Hmm. here and having that half come only come due to injury and not poor play I think is incredibly unfair now I don't think that Kyle Allen deserves even for if he plays as if he plays poorly I don't think he deserves four games like Dwayne got but he deserves a little bit of time to to check it out especially uh, next week is the Giants, and they have a particularly porous defense. If he's not able to go out and and when I say light it up, I mean light it up, then you kind of know and you can move on. That's why JP's prediction of seeing Alex against the Giant uh, against the Cowboys in Week Seven seems to make sense because Kyle needs to go out and and make the Giants defense look like it looks like. And I don't know that this offense has that kind of firepower to do it. And at that point, it makes sense to go to, to Alex. But he gets at least one more game because this one wasn't even a full game. It was in weather. It was all that stuff. So I don't know if Alex's performance today has him in any hurry to get him back on the field, though. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. But you're right. The weather, the line, I mean, there's a lot going on bad. But this is how I want to pivot to the Dwayne Haskins conversation. I asked that openly, who should be the quarterback, not specific to Kyle and Alex. Like, I'll include Dwayne in the conversation. You guys are both think it's Kyle time and Dwayne shouldn't be back. Because, yeah. listen, I don't think Dwayne's coming back. I understand he didn't feel well today, and by all accounts, that's real. Um, it's not good that you're sick the first – I mean – It's – hell, it's convenient. Like, he might be sick. He actually – he probably is sick. He might be sick. Whatever it is, it's just not a good look. And I don't know that in this COVID world there's a correct look when you're not feeling well because if you're not feeling well, you're not feeling well. But at the same time, it's – there's a lot of uh, – there's a lot of – it's easy to dot those eyes and see where that – JLC saying he might be traded. Lock and four says Haskins might get traded. Strong expectation. 
Trade deadline's end of the month. October 29th. I mean, this is a even for Ashburn. And we know how bad Ashburn is. Breakneck pace. This is a wild speed for a meltdown. I mean, this thing has gone. He was, it was two weeks ago today. It was after week three. He played terrible in Cleveland. And in the moments after that game, Ron Rivera said, that's my guy. I'm going to take my lumps with him. How's he going to get better if he never plays? Today's inactive wasn't even at the effing stadium. And let's be clear on this. The kid called, said he was sick. All right, man, as soon as you make that call, you know you're not allowed to come in. And I don't know when he's allowed back. If you have symptoms of anything, I think you're supposed to quarantine. Yeah, he's going to have to have two negative tests three days apart. If, if, that's if he tests positive, I guess, which we don't know anything about that. So No, I, I, the reports are Darren, uh, CBS Darren Haynes said it's not COVID. I don't know that I've heard that anywhere. I mean, who knows? Right. But, like, I think, like, when we walk into the stadium, we have to fill out that questionnaire. And it says, yeah. have you had any symptoms? And if you, you throw up. Nausea. I think, right. Yeah. Like, Dwayne with the stomach virus probably had nausea or throwing up. They powered up that 1.21 gigawatts, got up to 88 miles an hour, went back to the future. Great Scott with his quarterback situation immediately. What was that? Do you get any of that reference? I mean, I'm he assuming none it, of it. gigawatts and Back to the Future is Back to the Future. And Mitch the was on DeLorean. Mitch was on such. Mitch, that was a heat check for Mitch. Yeah. Like he's had he pulled that. it from 40 and he airballed <laughs> and he's walking back on defense, patting his chest, saying, "My bad." No, that was uh, <laughs> Swaggy P turning around mid shot. Yeah, right, and it didn't go in. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure where you were going. The speed with which this blew up is okay. unbelievably quick. Sure, um, it's the same old S that we've seen here. Over the years. New name, no name, don't matter. It don't matter at all. Old coach, new coach, same S. Same S. And you got and kind of you gotta wonder if it starts with ownership because word is that huh. the owner drafted Haskins last year. I mean these are widely reported things from national reporters. And local and every everywhere. In right. yeah. So the owner drafted Haskins last year, and then Lock and Forest said today that the reason Haskins started the season is because that's what the owner wanted. I mean, Ron said multiple times this offseason, I would have loved to have a competition between Kyle and Dwayne. And I'm sure if that competition happened, maybe Kyle would have started from the get-go. But maybe he wouldn't have been allowed to because of Ashford. But there's also because this caveat Ashford. that Dwayne might have produced just as well as these dudes today. Oh, I'm certainly. Sure have. We're kind of arriving to the point where – the quarterback is an issue, but it seems like there's a lot of other issues on offense. Who the hell knows who could save this group? Not anyone on this they roster, I don't think. Yeah. They didn't turn the ball over for what it's worth? It's worth Jack It's worth diddly no, squad. Compare, yeah, 100 total yards. Yes. Oh, miserable. End of the third quarter, they had only run the ball eight times. Negative six net yards in the second half. They should have just thrown incomplete passes. They would have been better off in the third and fourth quarters. They stink. They stink so bad. They reek. There are a ton of personnel issues, but is is this is, is Scott Turner not the offensive coordinator? We I like the game plans the last two weeks. I, I don't not think this week. This week, I think they got away from the run way too early. I think hell, they just didn't run the ball. Right. So I, I think that was a problem. Um, I mean, I blasted Haskins for not going downfield. Neither of these guys were going downfield. I think once the weather started, once Alex got in, I don't think Alex was ready. It was hopeless. Getting a first down was like an achievement in the second half with the rain and Alex and the deficit. My buddy Scott McBrien, old Maryland quarterback, 
Uh, we were texting during the game, and it was like early third quarter, and he's just like, this game is over. And that dude knows a lot about football, and it was clear to see. I mean, once they, they got the turnover. It was over plus seven and a half. Yeah. Let alone winning. Wow. They, got, they got the three and out. They got the nice punt return to start the second half. They went wide receiver screen, running back screen, incomplete pass, game over. I mean, that was uh, – that was there was like a touch of momentum. Alex had come in. They kicked a field goal right at the end of the half. The defense, Montez Sweat made a monster play when they needed one and caught, forced the fumble. Didn't Obviously didn't recover it, but forced the fumble, got them to go three and out. Got a nice – I mean, it was just – the momentum was there to be had, and they did not attack success. A Steal month ago, JP line. Dwayne Haskins Actually gave. Actually, McVay line. Yeah, it's true. So, uh, credit to Sean. A month ago, Dwayne Haskins gave that halftime speech against the Eagles, and we all lauded him for it, and now he's on the trade block. And, 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 and. Who the well, hell knows what's so going on? Part of the reason that I was more upset about the offense, or more upset about the gameplay than happy about the Alex Smith situation was that and maybe it's the second time that this has happened with Ron in a short period of time, but they were talking about playing for the division. That's why we went away from Dwayne, because we thought that Kyle gave us a better opportunity to play for the division. And for the, for the head coach to be talking about playing for the division and then have the entire team come out and play like doo-doo is incongruous and can't <laughs> happen. And the rest are doo-doo. You know uh, that song? No. Pizza Is it from Ernest now. Goes to Camp? Yeah, I'm just giggling because Mitch said doo-doo, and then JP <laughs> said it again. I mean, we and were talking And what's annoying is the NFC is so bad, they're still in the hunt, yeah, and Ron, they're still going to be able to talk like that. Ron they shouldn't be allowed again. to talk like that. They shouldn't be able to. No, they shouldn't. The, Take Roger 30. Goodell should step in and say, the NFC East gets no playoff burst this year unless one of you gets to 7-9. and nine. You, can't, you can't give up 30 every week and have 100 yards of effing offense. That's and, one time down the damn field. And talking about making hay in the division. What hay are you making? And sadly, as we, your you're hay. making bad hay. I don't want your hay. Get your hay away and from sadly, me. Sadly, as we record right out of here. <laughs> if the Giants are, beat the Cowboys, all of the teams in the division have one effing win. If the Giants beat the Cowboys, they're still a half game out going in New York. Unbelievable. If the Cowboys win, there's only a game out. And by the time this podcast comes up, that game will have been decided and it'll be old news, but it's okay. 25 alarm fire scale how bad is this team uh 21 alarms the defense is so annoying i'm at 30 yeah all right uh, dude you, you i mean like you, to me the jets are like a 24 and the lions from 2008 are a 25 i think washington is a 21 i think we're two weeks away and it's starting to creep in is this team as bad as last year's team is this team worse than last year's team Potentially, I think that there's a real question to be had there is where we sit today with the rain misting down on us outside of a stadium where one team went up the field one time. They didn't go up and down. They just went up one time. <laughs> we went up the field and that's it. We got tired. Uh, yeah, I am a jackass for believing this defense would be better. I thought all the investments and all the free agent dollars I kept would make saying, it worth it. Listen, let's just hope they get to the top half of the league. People want to talk top five, top ten. After what they did against Philly, I was all the way in. I had pushed all my chips in. I'd gone back You're to the like counter. Gotten, wins, right? Gotten more chips, and I pushed those into. I wish I could get those chips back because I feel like a jerk for believing that they could stop anybody. 
Jerome Everett ask, had 100 million yards today and was never covered once, I don't think. Let me ask this, because a, a friend of the pod, somebody who's retired, so I won't tell them the name, um, texted me to ask if Pete wants to redo his record prediction. Yeah, I do. So, they're now 1-4. and four, Yeah. And lost in the winnable games coming up and all these bad teams they're playing is the other teams are looking at them like, yo, That's what I always hate winnable about game. This. Yeah. You can't say other people are winnable when you are the most winnable opponent on their schedule. Yes, I want to revisit. I feel good about them winning twice more this season. Beyond that is a stretch. So you have them competing for the number one overall pick. Certainly do. And here comes Michael Phillips. Maybe we can get his thoughts on something. Get Philly over here. I'm going to – I think I've found the song I want to play. Um, Phillips is taking a picture? Yep. Hey, Michael, what question do we want to ask Philly? Are you more happy? Hold on. Let me – yeah, I got it. Um, maybe go take Pete's mic. Yeah. That looks awfully short. Yeah, here you go. I'll pass it to you. Um, let me hand sanitize it first. Mike Phillips, Richmond Times Dispatch Sports Editor. Are you happier about Alex's remarkable comeback – or are you more disturbed, disgusted, disappointed by the play of the Washington football team? The loss doesn't bother me. I'm more happy about Alex's return than losing to an NFC West team because they're better. What's disturbing is there's no plan for the quarterbacks. I don't get the sense. Are they trying to win? Are they not trying to win? Are we developing? Are we playing for wins? Are we going with young talent to see what happens are we shuffling a new guy in every few minutes it's very disorienting you said something there too young talent there's a difference between young talent and young players and you look at Miami who's clearly in a rebuild but they're starting to put some talent together and win some games and be feisty like this team is not and and Ron has talked about being a second half team and like a second half of the season team and you want to stay calm but oof. I was not bullish before the season. I called 4-12, and 12, but I was really bullish about one thing. I thought having Rivera and Jack Del Rio in the building would put an end to these embarrassments defensively, blown coverages, you know, guys not communicating. I thought they would put that behind him. It, it's week five. It's not behind us. No way. No, it's in front not. of us. <laughs> it's getting worse. Today was the worst. Yeah. Now, was, credit McVay for being just like an excellent yes. schematic tactician. Um, if, if that happens against the Giants, we've got to question everything about this roster top to bottom. Sure. Like, On both sides of the ball. If the offense is as bad as it was today against the Giants and the defense can't stop Daniel Effing Jones, who was a human turnover. Yeah. There, there He's an work. apple turnover. Yeah. That for the 56, Big apple turnover. 56-yard touchdown, the second one by the Rams. Two players involved on that, Kendall Fuller and Landon Collins. I think Collins was the one who blew it. Either way, neither of those players should be blowing communication, basic communication. How, Pete, you did a blog on this. How many years have we been hearing about communication issues? Like, Yeah, last year 100. it was, yeah. I mean, it goes back to the beginning of time, and it will span until the end of time. And there will never be any answers. They'll just continue to say, oh, we'll communicate better. Maybe just try to play better. Who cares how much you're talking? All you do is talk after the whistle when the guy's in the end zone. It's, it's annoying. And there's no fans in the stadium. Time's a flat circle. <laughs> Philly, Ron Rivera has said Kyle Allen will start next week in New York. Who should start next week? Everybody's on the table. If, Al, if you're trying to win the NFC East, Alex Smith should start, and you should see what Alex Smith's got. If everybody's on the table, I think Dwayne should be starting. You should be giving him the reps and seeing what he turns into over time. That ship has sailed, obviously. November 1st, is Dwayne still on this team? It's certainly trending, no, but I, the thing about all these trade reports is a trade does involve two sides. Sure. 
And it's like tangoing. Tell me a team that wants to give something up so that Dwayne can sit on their bench for the rest of the year when they can just wait until the offseason and get him. Yeah, it's and it's a uh, it's a minor pick for Washington. I mean, maybe you get him. What what, what what round pick are we getting right now for Dwayne? Six, six, seven. I mean, I will say this: we saw Ron deal Quentin Dunbar for maybe a lesser compensation than we thought. We saw him move Trent Williams. Those guys were obviously different issues and far more bigger distractions. But he hasn't been shy from just getting guys out of here when he needs to. I don't think they're going back to Dwayne, but I don't think you can go back to Dwayne and risk further devaluing an asset any further. And it's already been it's it's uh, it's already been devalued quite far. There's only one relevant question to me. Who's your quarterback of the future? Is he on the roster? And with Kyle Allen, the answer is no. He's a career backup. I've seen what I need to see on Kyle Allen. Hold on. Can I interrupt that real quick? Because Please do. JP, You're quickly on postgame, quickly on postgame, you sort of gave you you quickly gave me a hard time about it. Kyle Allen started seven games last year. Yeah. Twelve. Twelve games last year. Played thirteen. Started twelve. Oh, okay. All right. Then I'll take my point off the table. I thought I thought he started seven last year, and he has obviously one half of a start this year, and we're ready to dismiss he him. He started once in 18, 12 times in nineteen. Um, he went four, four and five and seven. Like I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't I'm not sitting here saying that I think that he's the I guy. I think he's Colt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, uh, I'm not sitting here saying that I think he's the guy, but I think you need to see if he catches magic in a pan. Absolutely, <laughs> a- a- absolutely, magic in a pan. I love it. <laughs> Pete is choking. Pete is literally had to walk behind the car. He's choking. How, how do you catch magic? Because I use a frying pan. <laughs> how else would you catch it? How else would you catch magic, dude? <laughs> Of all the weird sayings you try to invent. You know, lightning in a bottle, but also magic in a pan. No, I'm going magic in a well pan. <laughs> oh, we needed that laugh. We needed a laugh, boys. Magic in a pan. What? It's one of those things where those bad infomercials that they're always putting on late night. Yeah. It is. That's the but wait if you order now, we'll toss in. Uh, Phil, here, here's the thing, though. Sure. Alex Smith, age 36, if he's actually healthy, you actually do owe it to yourself to see if he could be the guy. He's under contract next two seasons, and it's way cheaper than anybody else you tell Do you want me to just go home, by the way? Phillips is just hijacking Yo, my microphone. I wasn't expecting Philly to be like, here's one more thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, one Philly's more thing. welcome. Do you want me to write your story for you on Richmond, <laughs> and we can just completely switch roles? I love it. It's not unreasonable that a quarterback of Alex's style can play until age 40. you got to hold the mic closer if you're going to steal yeah. Pete's mic. Okay. We're sitting in a parking lot. Yeah, for – um, Alex could go four years if he's actually healthy. We'll, we'll go around the, the horn here. So, Mitchell, you start. We're all going to get the tweets. Dwayne could have done that. Why isn't he out there? I think he pissed off Ron. <laughs> I think that whatever, whatever's, whatever has happened or transpired to cause Ron to make him inactive this week is apparent that Ron is displeased with, the quarter, with that quarterback. And whatever he's done is done. And – I, there's no – it doesn't seem like there's any coming back from it. So why wasn't Dwayne playing? Because he pissed off the head coach, and he was – the head coach didn't want to deal with it anymore. All right, Peter? Largely the same. He uh, he earned Ron's respect early but with the way he handled the offseason. I think he lost it in the past month. And Ron seems like a guy when you lose his respect after he gives you a, a lot of shots, I'm not sure how easy it is to get it back. Philly? Ron didn't want to lose the defensive side of the locker room by sticking with Dwayne in the face of adversity. Yeah. I'll say yep. this, though. I think Dwayne should have stayed at number two. I think he should have been the guy in there getting negative six yards in the second half. How, what does the defensive side of the locker room have to They're say They're losing their leg to stand on or whatever the phrase is. <laughs> They're losing their magic in a pan. Yeah, they have no magic or no pan. <laughs> you think about that leader. You think about the 
probably the the big the most vocal guy on that defense, and probably how angry he is John about Allen. yeah about the offensive play. And not that John is a guy who's going to stand up in the locker room and say, "Ron, f this guy" or whatever. But I'm sure that the frustration was palpable the past few weeks. But you can't go out and do what you did today and look at the other side of the ball. And and I'm sure he'll say it this week that they need to look inward or whatever. But you can't go out and do that and look at anyone but yourself because they ran all over him, they passed all over him, they did whatever the hell they wanted. I hate to be Mr. On to the next game 10 minutes after this one ends, but the Giants is a fair fight. you got to show something against the Giants, sure. both, both sides of the ball. Yep. It, Giants game is not about moral victories. It's about an actual honest-to-goodness victory. victory. Totally victory. agree. Got to get one. Totally agree. All right, want to thank Orsman Automotive of Virginia. We ride with them. Once you do the same thing, go check out Orsman Chevy Buick GMC of Alexandria. Uh, they got everything you can need. Check them out, OrsmanVA.com. Uh, I'm going to change the order a little bit. Pete, I want to do what makes you smile while we got Philly here. I don't know if you're able to chill or if you have to run or whatever. And then we'll do 100 chips. We'll do over-unders. We got just some housekeeping. 100 chips will be pretty quick. You want to do it right now? There should be a new yeah, name for it's it. Over. It's over. Zero chips. Thanks. Hold on. All Thanks three to our good of friends us. at MGM National Harbor for. Wait, nobody for, got chips? You got to talk into a mic. Nobody got chips? Dude, we each had 100 chips. MGM National Harbor sponsors the 100 chips segment. It's a lot of fun every week. I have a commanding lead, luckily. Um, none of us got one. So I put, I think, 70 on Washington to cover, 30 on a money line tickler. That was obviously zero. What about so you, Peter? You were 75-25. Pete and I were playing the man because we're down on JP and we were playing catch-up, but we went on the wrong side of playing the man. So why wouldn't you just take the Rams? That's That would have been the move. It was either that or I did what I did was I think I took 60 or 70 on the – 60 money line. 60 on the on money the line to try and get a quick – What would you do, Pete? 85 on the cover, 15 on the over. So I couldn't even pick – Didn't the over hit? Nope, 30-10. Oh, yeah, nothing worked. Um, Pete, you got to do 87-13. Stick with your sprinkling. <laughs> All right. I should just not play. Do you have what makes you smile ready? I do. What makes you smile as we pivot from one fantastic sponsor to another is brought to you by Dominion National because they want to know what makes you smile. Dominion National, providing high-value dental and vision benefits for individuals at teethkeepers.com. Enroll today and save. If they're providing high-value vision benefits, maybe they could help the secondary see some open receivers. Well done. Thank um, you. Teethkeepers.com. Check them out. Big man, a little worried about you here. What made you smile today? So as Pete was, when, when you teased this read, and then as Pete was going through this read, I was trying to figure out what I could come up with that would make me smile. And I think Alex Smith is a pretty easy one. And if you can't tell, I'm kind of biding a little time trying to figure out what I'm going to go with. Well, do you just, just go with Alex then? I, but I think I'm going to go with... We're not live. You don't have to bide time. Yeah, like, no, I'm thinking. Uh, so okay. as a... Uh, uh, for years, that when strong I, uh, rant is feeling further and further <laughs> away. Hang on, hang on. He's about to catch the magic in a pan. <laughs> for years, for years, uh, when I was on the field shooting games, the uh, food for the photographers was always subpar or lacking. There was kind of hot it dogs. Was gross. And, yeah, wasn't there wasn't <laughs> much there, and uh, uh, airline chicken. And we'd always kind of complain about it, and we'd always kind of complain about it, and then JP, and then later Pete would would text or or tweet the the better food mar the marginally better food that they had in the press yeah. box <laughs> and today uh post game jp brought down a brownie with some caramel sauce and nuts the brownie on it. was good and so what made me smile was jp was thinking about his, his boys that were that aren't up in the press box and didn't get a chance to eat some of that lush press box food so thank you jp that made me smile 
You're welcome, bud. It is week five, and we're already doing press box food made me smile. We have a long season to go. I will go the Alex Smith direction, but pivot a little to his family. Them being in the stands and able to see his comeback in person, the standing ovation they could give, and also how nervous I'm sure they were. Just seeing them watch their dad, husband, climb the mountain of his career again was really, really rewarding, and it made me smile. So we're, we're going to all give me a hard time about magic in the pan, but let Pete slide with climb the mountain of his career. <laughs> you remember the Price is Right game with the little yodeling guy Yodel going up the mountain? Yeah, that was a good one. The answer is the answer is Alex, obviously. There, there's no other answer than Alex. Uh, in the non-Alex category, I will take Jared Goff trying to spike the football. That was uh, funny. Successfully. Worst pass he threw all day. <laughs> that was funny. Phillips, do you know that Pete dipped a waffle in sour cream and ate it? In the box? In the press box? At the uh, photographer tent, because I thought it was whipped cream. So I dipped my waffle right there next to Mitch. That made me smile. And it was so rancid and disgusting. I need more details. What was the sour cream for? They had the breakfast, 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 breakfast But it was next to the syrup, so I thought it was whipped cream. I, I this was cooked. spectacular. That's an understandable confusion, but he, a very unfortunate. He, like, ripped a piece of the waffle off and dipped it and took a bite and was like, ooh. And I was like, yeah, the waffle's kind of dry. Like, it wasn't great or whatever. <laughs> He's like, oh, no. <laughs> He's like, that was sour cream. I thought it was whipped cream. <laughs> and I was this. The, the, the equivalent of that, the other night I made margaritas with, like, the, the clear tequila. And somebody thought it was a, a glass of water, grabbed Ooh. it, t- took a big old chug. That, no. I think I'd rather sour cream when I'm thinking whipped cream than tequila when I'm thinking water. Mitch would never turn down tequila, no matter what um, he's thinking. Also, Phillips, you know this. This also made me smile. Pete doesn't know how to open a milk carton. Just a standard milk carton. Did you go to school? I always brought box juice boxes and water bottles myself. Not only did he not know how, he asked Nikki Jabala from the Washington Post to open it, and she did. She helped him. And, and then was very polite about it. And the best Mostly part of polite. it the best part of it is Pete goes. She, she didn't teach me how to fish. She just gave me a fish because he still doesn't know how to open yeah. it. If they have the milk the next home game, I'll probably need Nikki to help out again. You there's a, there's are a, a second maneuver. idiot. I got the first for it, but then you have to do some push-up method to actually create the hole. Yeah. Everyone could, knows how to do it. I had trouble creating a hole today, and so did the Washington offensive line. I'm curious. Phillips, on to you. How old are you? <laughs> 26. And you made it this far without ever He, ju- he just got his hurt? first splinter last weekend. A lot of firsts had to for get, me. Had to get, it was a six-man team to remove the splinter. I, my can't. milks come in, in, in the two-gallon jugs your milk straight from the team. caps. <laughs> my milks come from capped containers, not uh, the, whatever the cartons are. I'm a mammal, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> Pete uh. also can't write a check and mail it. All right, let's, let's move. <laughs> so, um, what have we not done? Let's do over-unders, for goodness sakes. Before we this is very easy, too. Kyle Allen's over-under was 245 yards. How'd I don't know go? what he finished with, but I know he didn't finish with 245. They could have doubled all the offense. Still would have been the under. I went under, I believe. JP hit that. Mitch and I are. <clears throat> Next one. Oh, are people doing it on upside? we got to check that out. They, they had, are. like, a special bonus one this week, right? First touchdown score. Oh, I think I hit that. It was Daryl Henderson, right? We'll have to check. Yeah. Definitely was. Yeah, it was. Bang. It was. Bonus, get, like, bonus points. Silly. That's kind of cool. All right. Next That's one. cool they did that. Yeah. Next one, Antonio Gibson, 99 and a half total yards. Well, nope. considering and the whole offense had 100. What what did he have total yards? Because he uh, had that one decent catch on the He had like 22 screen. receiving yards and 37 rushing yards. So 60. He had he was, 37 rush yards? half of the team's offense. Maybe 27 and Gibson. Who cares? It, it was not <laughs> even close. It was under. And we all went over. So all of us are. Eh. <laughs> 
All right, JP has one, and Mitch and I have zero heading into the final. This one, running back receptions. It was set at 11 and a half. Bethesda knows. Gibson and McKissick combined for 11. JP went over. Mitch and Pete went under. We have a tie. No blood. No winners. So Sta what is it? What do we add on the season? Continue. I've won one. Mitch JP won one. JP Mitch one, one. Pete one zero. Zip, zippy. Through zippy. five contests. I mean, just remarkable. Oh, my God. Is that for real? Phillips, tell everybody the break. Oh, dude, I think this is real. Oh, this no. NFC East is up uh, for grabs. Text, text from my, my friend Sean. O OMG, Dak just broke his leg sideways. KB just texted me the same thing. Oh, wow. no, Dak. Listen, you never oh, want somebody to be hurt. God. And in a it's broken. Year for him. Oh, that's dude, that's miserable. awful. Um, yep. Oh. Andy Dalton time. Okay, bro broke his ankle. No, I mean, no, I mean either way. He's out for the season. Yeah. Oh. Um, Good Lord. Wow. Well, first and foremost, obviously, you just hope he's okay. Um, Andy Dalton in Dallas. Andy Dalton ain't Dak. I think Dak's really, really good. Uh, love Dak, but if the Giants hang on, your NFC standings tomorrow morning will be 1-3-1, one, 1-4, and 1-4, one, 1-4. One, and four, one, and four, one and four. Right. We Correct. mentioned that That's on this special. podcast already. Hang that in the Louvre. And it means next, play, next week's game in New York is a first-place battle. Seriously. So, and it lets Ron keep saying this. <laughs> we're competing for the division. He's not wrong. Um, so over-unders is done. Oh, that's ugly. You saw it? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I don't know sure I want the to. The still frame is not good. Um, it's, uh, yeah. I want to thank. Remember when RG3 uh, hurt his ankle in, was it against the Bengals? Yes. It was, it's reminiscent of that. I think it was the Jaguars, but it's okay. So, <laughs> I mean. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's time to go. Yeah. I'm going to play this weird Ernest Goes. Phillips, did you ever see Ernest Goes to Camp? Sorry, what was the question? I was looking at the deck thing. It's gross. What was your question? Did you ever see Ernest Goes to Camp? No. I'm awfully glad it's raining. It's pretty, pretty much going to end there. No this is the song I was singing. About. When it pours. I don't know if you can hear it. I can't hear it, but the listeners can, and that's fine. I think it's... I, I think this is a too obscure of a reference I'm going with. There's no such thing as too obscure on this podcast. Um, awful day for the Washington football team. Yet, a truly amazing day for Alex Smith. Right? Yeah. Yeah. How the hell do you reconcile all that? Weird day to process. Not sure we ever fully will. All right. We got to go. Thank you for listening. I kind of liked one super pod during the week. Me too. We didn't do game balls and goats. Game ball, Alex. Oh, goats shoot. for everybody yeah. else. I mean, we covered it. Fuller. Yeah. Hat tip. He, I mean, he was trailing Robert yeah, Woods on yeah. the touchdown. But and that did look like that was safety issues. But give him a hat tip. Troy Apke got benched for a little. He came back. Everett struggled. Apke struggled. Oh. Landon Collins struggled. I mean, I mean I it's I go, goat for everyone, yeah. right? Midway through the third quarter, Josh Garnett was warming up on the sideline. Was in the starting offensive line huddles looked like he was going to go in but they decided to stick it out with Wes I think that change might be coming sooner rather than later yeah. goat, goat for Mitch he told me at 1225 I don't think Aaron Donald's going to do much today Aaron Donald had four <laughs> sacks we put the over under at two two sacks Donald was dominant he was dominant and just attacking Wes Martin I, yeah, I, you got a game ball or goat or anything, Philly? Yeah, it was brutally unfair. I'd had John Bostic on the goats. Oh, oh, just froze on the TD run. I, I think he's sitting coverage in his zone, and like maybe if he leaves, 
Goff can hit the tight end. I, I, I think he was stuck in a bad spot, but just a freeze like that was awful. Acknowledging that the limbo bar is at, like, neck height here, maybe J.D. McKissick on a game ball. He, he's steady, if nothing else. Except for the fumble. Last Shoot, week. take it away. <laughs> Mon, Mon, Pa McKissick, and, and me. J.P. Finley. I listen, I, I'm and pro I guess, McKissick. Hell, now Michael Phillips. Yeah, dude, he, we're growing. We're like Bebe's kids. The four, the four of you guys can, can have dinner at, at, at J.D. McKissick's table. Dwayne Haskins tweeted, praying for big bro at Dak. Yeah. I think that's fine. Yeah. Um, ha- dude, this is random, but I'm going to say it because I don't know that we'll have another vehicle. It's so dark here. I felt bad for Dwayne when his dog died. What a bad week. I, I legitimately, listen, man, I don't know what's going on. Clearly, he's made Ron mad. He's a nice kid. He's a nice young man, and that just made me sad. I also had a lot of people ask me, is he really sick? And I think that having, getting benched and having your dog die and being dragged all week around town and on social media would be enough to make me sick. Like, you not, might barf. Like, I don't think he's, like, deathly ill, but, like, it'd make me, it'd make me you know, a little, a little sick. I don't feel well. Did not want don't want to get out of bed kind of sick yeah it's raining it's brutal we're leaving now yeah. anything else no. i can't believe we almost did game balls and goats that's like a podcast staple Wait, yeah, I mean, is it sponsored oh it's not sponsored definitely uh, not sponsored okay what a goat for jp for not having a chair for this wonderful podcast and we were supposed to be inside almost, we talked about almost it. hitting the table trying to back his car into we a, talked about just staying there where we do the hit i want to leave this gd parking lot yeah me too I was, I was told I couldn't park next to you guys because the cars have to be three spaces apart. Apparently, cars also. I tell you what, they lives. are absolutely taking COVID serious at practice this week and here today for yeah. sure. I think the. And we all got reminders on why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. All right, let's go. We mean it. Uh, thank you for listening. You made it this far. I owe you a beer.